Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It is the Newsmax Daily. My name is Rob Carson. Hello. Pleasure to be here. Uh, much better voice than the last couple of days uh, as I've been uh, sick on a uh, uh, regimen of uh, different medicines. It's not COVID, by the way. It's not COVID for those of you who are wishing COVID upon me. It's probably cold allergies kind of thing. I got some uh, steroids. I got uh, antibiotics. Uh, so I'm feeling better. And this morning I went out and actually bench pressed my car. So that's, you know, it, it happens when you're on steroids. I mean, just ask uh, Chris Cuomo from CNN. It happens. It happens. Anyway, welcome to the show. There is a lot to get to today. Pfizer is uh, is apparently, they got the thumbs up from the FDA to jab your kid age 5 to 11 with the COVID vaccine. And Anne Arundel County is all ready to do it. All ready to do it. If you got a kid in Anne Arundel County in school, they will figure out a way. They will entice. They will do whatever it takes to plan in your kid's head that they need a vaccine. Now, it's up to you as a parent. All I'm going to do is give you the statistics, okay? All I'm going to do is give you the statistics. So we'll get to all of that as the show progresses. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there is uh, there are two songs right now that are just huge in the country. And I wanted to start with this because I worked in music radio forever, and thank God I'm no longer a part of that. Uh, a part of that. Nothing against music radio. It's just, eh, you know, not my thing. Not my thing. There are two different songs called Let's Go Brandon. Anthems mocking President Biden. They sit squarely at number one and number two on the iTunes chart. This as of yesterday. Adele's latest single was kicked out of the top three. Well, she's at number three. Now, Let's Go Brandon is the, you know, what it, it, it originally was. It's F. Joe Biden being chanted around the country. It is a phenomena that the United States has never seen. There was a uh, rapper when Donald Trump was the president. He had a song called F. Donald Trump. It went nowhere. Nobody was singing it. Nobody was doing it in the stadiums. This is a cultural phenomena, and now the White House is essentially saying uh, they don't. They don't. They, what? I, I don't see this. This isn't happening. And uh, by the way, they've both been removed from YouTube. One of them is for the uh, lyrics: "Pandemic ain't real. They just planned it." Biden said, uh, "Jab, stop the spread. It was lies." Those are the two lyrics that caused it to be banned from YouTube. Needless to say, there are countless um, offensive lyrics on YouTube that are completely allowed. 
But the White House is now saying that uh, let's go, Brandon. We have no idea what that is. The White House is claiming they are unfamiliar with anti-Joe Biden chants, such as the uh, ever-popular uh, F. Joe Biden. They had no idea. Administration officials sought to downplay the phenomena, and at least one claimed to be unfamiliar with let's go, Brandon chant or its cruder cousin. White House spokesman Andrew Bates claimed, I, I have never heard of that chant until you explained it to me. Um, he's either living under a rock or he's like uh, Jen Psaki, and he's lying. Mocking the anti-Biden sentiment as fringe. No, it's not. It's very, very mainstream, and it should scare the hell out of you that the number one and two hip-hop songs in the country are about telling Joe Biden to bleep off. This would be a good sign you're losing the black vote. Just saying. Just saying. He says, I, I, I guess I'm not spending enough time on 8chan or whatever. Reacting to the White House denial, Donald Trump Jr. posted a screen cap of the article and snarked via Instagram, if they're not familiar, let's keep it going until they are. Now, here is one version. This is the serious version, and I'm not going to play the whole song. And it is uh, very, actually, it's very, it's a smart song. It is a smart song. It's well written. It studies the real issues and the real concerns of Americans, not just black Americans. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia, that's what's coming next if we don't stand up. Yeah, yeah. Stop complying with them, taking our rights, it's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws, that's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban. Okay, this is a rap song that is anti-Democrat. I know. And if you say that this is somehow a blip or something fringe, then you need to start looking at sporting events. And you need to realize this has become bigger than any of us could have ever imagined. Ever, ever, ever imagined. Hey, this is about control. Everybody knows. Everyone complies. We're the kinds of pros. I don't need a plane. I just hit the road. I do what I want. I can't sell my soul. I don't understand why there's a vaccine hesitancy. I really don't understand it. No, actually, I do absolutely understand it. Because this man knows that people lie. That Joe Biden is a lie. He's a lying liar who lies. Here is the other song. This is the more tongue-in-cheek, funny version Okay, and again, this is number one, number one on the charts, upsetting Adele. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, let's go, hey. let's, 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 let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. You know what they saying, ho? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. You know what they saying, ho? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. You know what they saying, ho? Let's go, Brandon. I kind of like that. I like this version. I don't listen to a lot of rap. It's not because I'm a white guy. It's just not my genre. I've always been a hard rock guy. This is a big deal. You may think it's just a couple of rappers, but these are America's music charts, downloads, driving pop culture out of the top spot and replacing it with Two songs, one is politically conservative, that's number two. The other one is the same, but it's just a little catchier. It's got a nice beat, it's easy to dance to. So this is kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal. And it's interesting because when I was a kid, I grew up in Iowa. And every year what we'd do is we'd uh, burn the ditches, okay? 
And we did this because in the in the Iowa, in the Midwest, uh, these prairie grasses grow in the ditches. And uh, every year, if you want to keep them down and keep the, uh, them becoming a bigger fire hazard, you, you burn them out and you go up and down your ditches and you, and you burn them out and you go out through the fire hose and with the garden rake and a hoe and, uh, you know, a hoe, it's a garden implement. That's the kind of hoe I'm talking about. Anyway, um, and you go out there and you, and you kind of, try, you know, do your best to keep the fire from spreading. And if a hot spot flares up over here, you got to run over there and you got to put that out. And if one goes over there, you got to put it, otherwise it's out of control. Right now, uh, big social media, the mainstream media, and the Democrat Party are attempting to put out hundreds and thousands and millions of little fires that are burning all over the country. Use the analogy that we are the coal fires in the bunkers of the SS Titanic. And we'll get to the life per- lifeboats first. This is the White House attempting to put out another fire by saying, oh, what is this? Let's go. This is Baghdad Bob all over again. The noise is getting so loud it cannot be ignored anymore. It's getting so loud it can't be ignored anymore. And you can look at this as just uh, some rap songs and maybe you, you don't pay attention uh, to the music charts. And I don't either anymore. I don't, I don't really care. I know what I like to, to listen to. But this is pretty big. This is the kind of, I remember back, I don't remember the 60s, you know, I was an infant, but uh, there were a lot of political active groups that hit the charts with really bad music by and large. I mean, just God, oh my God, so terrible. The music, the, the, uh, the protest music of the 1960s just made the, de- the decade one of the worst in our history. Absolutely one of the worst in our history. Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath saved it, thank God, uh, at Rolling Stones. To some degree, the Beatles, uh, before John Lennon uh, came up with Give Peace a Chance, which is just honestly one of the dumbest songs ever written. Uh, sorry if that upsets you, but, uh, you know, you can't tell Kim Jong-un, uh, hey, all we're saying is Give Peace a Chance. You know, I'm going to get in bed and I'm going to do a sleep-in with my wife for a week. And we're going to, we're gonna, hey, you hear this, China? Just Give Peace a Chance. Dumbest song ever. Dumbest, dumbest, dumbest. And, uh, you know, if you don't listen to the lyrics, it's kind of a listenable song. If you listen to the lyrics, it becomes very insufferable in a hurry. That said, we have two black R&B artists, rap artists, number one and number two in the country. Both of the songs are against a Democrat president. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Moving on. I'm going to get into how the FDA is saying that they're endorsing COVID-19 for kids 5 to 11. How do you feel about that? We knew the CDC under Rachel Walensky's leadership was bought and paid for. Now we know that the FDA is bought and paid for. Data presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention showed that children 5 to 11 are least as likely as adults to contract COVID-19 and surveillance testing suggests pediatric cases are widely underreported. Really? Well, what about uh, adult cases being overreported? How about that? How about that? Let me give you uh, just a a quick overview here. The CDC, 94 children ages 5 to 11 have died of COVID. 0.00012 of all COVID deaths. Underlying risk factors in hospitalized children include obesity, chronic metabolic disease, feeding tube dependence, cardiovascular disease, 
neurologic orders, chronic lung disease, blood disorders, immunosuppressed conditions, and other conditions. So there are a lot of kids who have underlying risk factors that were very sick, and they may have tested positive for COVID before they passed. I know uh, kids who have cystic fibrosis, they struggle, they can barely breathe, they have to wear these vests all day that shake to rattle the, uh, the stuff in their lungs free, and they have a lifespan usually that doesn't, uh, you know, isn't as long as certainly about half of what ours is. But this is what they're basing it on. In my daughter's school district, hundreds of, I don't know how many, hundreds of thousands, you know, there's probably 50, 60,000 kids. Uh, the month of September, there were 600 tested positive, one hospitalization, nobody died. But they're going to try to stick kids all over the place. They're going to try and stick kids. I've got some more stuff. We'll get to you in a second. Let's go to Doug and Glenn Burney. Uh, Doug, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my friend? Yes, good morning, Mr. Carson, or good afternoon. I'm retired, and I work for a big box store, and I deal with a lot of contractors. And trust me, on the streets, there is nobody that's happy about the so-called president that we have. There is so much anger about people pouring over the border, about them wanting to investigate your bank account. Yep. You know, so, you know, you it's it's not just fabricated through, you know, the media, you know, as, as far as, you know, with these sporting events, it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Yep. Everybody is upset. I have a few people that actually say, why don't we just all get together, go down to the border with our own rifles and, and defend our own country? Yeah. Anyway. I, I know what I know what you're I know what you're saying. I certainly wouldn't recommend doing that. Um because it's, a, you know, that would be impossible. But I, I understand your sentiment. I really do. I think America's just done. I think this president's presidency is already over. Um, I think the, the reason, and now we know that Kamala Harris is now distancing him, herself from him altogether. Uh, part of that is because she's being groomed. She is being uh, 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 informed. Um, she is she's getting ready to take the helm. They're trying to make her look more presidential. She never will. And, uh, and then we're going to have a constitutional crisis, Doug. That's what's going to happen. What? Uh, um, question. Go ahead. Hypothetically, if we would get Donald Trump back in the office by some miracle, yeah. could we ever do what Dwight Eisenhower did, Operation Wetback? I, I'm not all that familiar with it, um, but thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about it, and I'm not uh, crazy about the name of that because it was a different time. But anyway, um, but I'm not, I'm not all politically incorrect. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, here's what I've got. I've got life experience. I've got common sense. Live experience, common sense, and that's what brings me to, and research. Those are the things that bring me to my conclusion. Will I be right on all of them? No. No, nobody is. Nobody is. But generally, when I say things, other people repeat them a few days later. Joe Biden had a town hall in Baltimore last week, had 1.2 million viewers. That's uh, one-third of the audience he had uh, at a town hall in Cincinnati earlier in the year, and that's um, one-fifth of how many people watched Donald Trump's rallies most recently in October on Newsmax television, the only network that uh, that uh, had the rally. Uh, and, of course, I'm affiliated with it. I do a TV show there called Rob Carson's What in the World? And I do uh, the Newsmax Daily podcast as well. And so uh, you've got that. You've got uh, two top positions on Apple Music downloads are 
R&B rappers both singing songs uh, called Let's Go Brandon, which is the radio safe way of saying F Joe Biden. Plus, the other night at Tara McAuliffe's uh, big rally in Charlottesville, here is how uh, Joe Biden was greeted even by leftists. First of all, it goes without saying how much I appreciate your current governor, Ralph Northam. Where's Ralph? There you are, pal. Thank you. Well, <laughs> That's all right. Let him go. Let him go. That's okay. That's all right. Why don't you hang out and talk to me after this is over, okay? Well, that's not going to happen because usually, uh, you, you know, you put a lid on things. Uh, uh, you were up quite, actually quite past your bedtime there. Quite past your bedtime, uh, Mr. President, and I'm doubting he hung around to talk to the protesters. Cliff and White Marsh is on the phone. Hello there, Cliff, and welcome. To- yeah, Rob, thanks for having me on. Welcome to the Marketplace. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. It is a very entertaining show, and I love, by the way, I love Newsmax. I uh, sort of adopted that in, grafted that in. When I really did believe that Fox is a sensationalizing uh, entity, not that I don't watch, and CNN and MSNBC, they won't even touch a story. So Newsmax is right in the middle there, and I really, really like the the network. But anyway, having said that, Mm -hmm. you know, I've talked to Derek before in his time slot about this. As far as Joe Biden goes, it is literally impossible to go 0 for 8 or 0 for 10, whatever he's touched in these 10 months. You know, you whether it's the border, Afghanistan, giving up Bagram Air Force Base, leaving our military equipment behind, it go, the list goes on and on. No one can be 0 for 8. You, a, a dead clock is right twice a day. Yep. So my theory on this... Joe Biden is not running this country. He's not making no. the harsh decisions. And it's right out of Obama's playbook. Yep. I mean, he's empowered the Muslims, the, uh, the radical Muslims, since he's been in there, whether or not he's given away pallets of money. It, it doesn't matter. He's empowered. That's what his deal is. He is there to put America way behind. And yep. that's what Obama, that's, that's out of his playbook. And it's unfortunate to have to say that. I've never met the man. I've never sat down and talked. But what he has done, when he, he gave a traitor a, a way to get allow five horrific terrorists yep. to go back to terrorizing our troops, mm-hmm. he was worth nothing in my eyes. And, yep. and, and I'll let you go, uh, Rob, but again, I enjoy your show. Thank you, buddy. Nobody, no one can be 0 for 10 or 0 for 8. I'm sorry. It just doesn't no. compute. No, I think the game's already over for Joe Biden. I do. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Uh, back to Anne Arundel County, um, preparing to give younger children the COVID vaccine. And this is going to spread like wildfire. Even though statistically your child has almost zero chance of dying from it or even being really sickened by it. But we have uh, a lot of uh, people in the uh, mainstream media who are joyfully willing to carry the water of the dear leader. And here is Channel 11 doing just that. By next Friday, November 5th, Anne Arundel County plans to be giving pediatric doses of Pfizer's COVID vaccine to kids as young as five. That's according to County Health Officer Dr. Nilesh Kalyana. You ask anybody, any school board, if you say, is the school getting money 
to promote things like wearing masks. And I would venture also to, to say now, uh, if not mandating vaccines, then certainly recommend them. You will get crickets. But that's what this is all about. Common. As soon as we release appointments, I will be signing up online like everybody else to get my kids vaccinated. Got a nine and an 11 year old. His two kids, among the 51,000 5 to 11-year-olds in this county, expected to get the COVID vaccine nod from federal regulators next week. Yep. So they're getting ready to go. They, You know that Anne Arundel County is going to be getting a ton of money. Going to be getting a ton of federal dollars. Here's some more from Channel 11. At a press briefing Tuesday, Anne Arundel officials offered an update on the planned rollout of shots for younger children, including an expected allotment of 10,000 pediatric doses to start with. That is, that, that's supposed to be our first week, week and a half, and I do think that that is a good amount. Um, we're really excited that's what we're going to get, and we'll have opportunities to order more. And the hospitals are not uh, filled with kids who have COVID, but uh, we're going to go ahead and force this anyway. We are going to go ahead and force this anyway. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying you. You. You make the decision for your own kid. If it were my kid, I'd say uh, no. I think we'll pass. According to county officials, school-based clinics will be staffed and stocked by the county health department. So when you drop your kid off at school, there's a real good chance your kid is going to be uh, tempted or possibly even uh, I don't know uh, coerced to some degree. To consider the vaccine, you don't want to go home and make your mom and dad sick, do you? Department. And we'll launch several days after shots. For what about grandma? She's coming for Thanksgiving. Kids at community clinics already in place, including Anne Arundel Community College, the Bay Meadow location, and Pitt Moyer Recreation Center in Annapolis. Now, it's interesting. I took my daughter, age 16, to get the vaccine. She wanted to do it. She wanted to do it. My wife wanted her to do it. I was outvoted. I was outvoted. We went to this airplane hangar that the county had written it, rented out. I mean, literally, it was like an airplane hangar. And this was dystopian because it had those, you know, when you go to the amusement park or you're in a line at the bank, you have those, those or, or the uh, security at the airport, and you stand in line and you snake through there, you know. And, and, and they had literally, they, it, they were uh, 40 yards deep, and you could walk right in and sit down at the desk to get your shot because there was nobody in there. And you could hear your heels hit and echo throughout the building. You've seen that in movies, you know, the click, 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 click. And you, and you hear it echoed. That's how empty the place was. But they just refused to give up pushing and pushing and mandating and pushing, despite the fact that we are no longer in the middle of a pandemic. We are at the end of a pandemic. Those will all carry the pediatric vaccine as a routine part of what they do and will actually be creating a lot more space for that. I haven't I heard about all of this. There's a very good answer to that. Dr. K said they do have a whole advertising and information component. And they have the mainstream media, including Channel 11. Plan for this, but they can't put any of that out and they can't even open up appointment slots for elementary age kids until it gets all the Pfizer vaccine for kids gets all the necessary federal regulatory approvals. Yeah, uh-huh. All the arm twisting and all the money passing and all that stuff. I wonder if parents are going to be knocking down the doors to get their kids vaccinated, 5 to 11-year-olds. I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, by the way, Moderna co-founder and chairman Nubar Aryan. Aryan, huh. 
indicated during an interview with Martir, uh, Maria Bartiromo that COVID-19 vaccine boosters could potentially be needed annually. And we uh, just don't know how this virus is going to travel from being a pandemic all the way to potentially an epi- endemic virus. We have to get used to living with it. If that's where it ends up, it may well need a, an annual booster, potentially varying on a year or two or every few years basis as the virus varies. Could be living with this forever as he enters the Forbes richest people in America list recently. Yeah, he was. He, he's one of the people who got really, 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 really rich. Really rich because of the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, we got uh, Bernice in Owings Mills. Hello. Um, I'm speaking from my heart for how we're big hearts that we should come together on on this COVID-19 to not characterize anybody. And we don't know what is up uh, to even the vaccines are working. Okay. And I really feel that characterizing anything and anybody we really need to reflect on our own self. You know, what are we talking about here? Who, are, who, are, who, are, who specifically are you talking about, uh, Bernie? Uh, specifically on people that characterize anybody. It, it's like when you go kind of to school there. and somebody's bullying you. And when, when you look at the person and you say, who are you to bully another human being? Because... Are you above anybody? We're all got the same green grass. All right, Bernice, I appreciate your phone call. Thank you very much for the phone call today. I do appreciate it. I'm um, not exactly sure what the point was. Um, I mean, yeah, we ought to work together. And, and you know, it's, it, it is amazing. And Bernice, I thank you for the phone call. I'm not sure exactly where you're trying to get to. Um, but uh, there are, we are coming together on a lot of things. Uh, Black Lives Matter marched yesterday with uh, guys carrying Gazden flags in Brooklyn, New York, over 20,000 people saying no to COVID mandates. That brought us together. Pulling out of Afghanistan and failing in the mission and flushing 20 years of blood and treasure down the toilet while leaving thousands with permanent disabilities and thousands visiting graves annually. 70% of Americans humiliated by it brought us together. Conservatives and liberals, not the left. The left, you can write them off. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no working with the left. Quite simply, quite simply. Here is um, uh, the. Uh, this is the. This is the. This is an interesting channel. Uh, channel Eleven poll about COVID, about COVID, and we have successfully been uh, brainwashed. We really have. Listen to the numbers. Well, it's one of the most vaccinated states in the country when it comes to COVID-19. According to the CDC, 78% of people in the state have gotten at least one dose. However, 2% say they would only get the shot if required. 9% said they will never get the shot. You know, when it comes to limiting time with family and friends and overwhelming... What about Baltimore City employees where uh, literally, I think, like 46% are saying no to the uh, to the vaccine mandate. That doesn't exactly reflect in your poll there. The overwhelming majority of us, 67%, say that we are keeping that time to a minimum when it comes to hanging out with unvaccinated people. As you don't want to hang out with those unvaccinated people. Is this really, I mean, is this really impacting getting together with family? Are you going to say to, you know, your son-in-law, are you unvaccinated? Well, if not, you can't come here because we're all vaccinated. Are you really going to do that? Seriously? 
I said this a couple weeks ago. I said, I said, if somebody asked me about my vaccine status, I'm going to say, tell me about your last colonoscopy. I want to know. Tell me about it. You know, hey, what did you get? You got a, uh, you know, whatever exam. I want the results of that before you pass the turkey. As far as concern about contracting the virus, those numbers have dropped about 10% since this time last year, with 59% of us still somewhat or very concerned that we or a close family member might get it. The question that got the biggest mix of results. What's what, that? When will we get back to some sort of normal? Yeah. Most of the people who responded think that will be either within the next year or more than a year. 16% believe it'll never happen. And lastly, how? And you have been successfully brainwashed. Wow. Just wow. We have to return to normal or we will never go back. We will get to a point of no return where there is no turning back. You know, sometimes you need music to pump you up. Sometimes you need to stay calm and and you need the meditation. I listen to music when I go to the gym. And I go to the gym, about 45 minutes is my workout, and I listen to music or I listen to, you know, podcasts. Maybe you listen to this podcast. You should try it with Raycon earbuds. You really should. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Yeah. They have a 32-hour battery life. Unbelievable. So you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. And they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, and they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. So you really can't lose. Give them a try. Right now, my listeners can receive 15% off the already low price of Raycons. Just go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax, buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. Get them and listen to the podcast when you're going on a walk. Okay, buyraycon.com slash Newsmax to save 15% on Raycons. Let's talk about some Biden absolute corruption, shall we? Yeah, we shall. I needed a favor, I cannot lie. They said call Joe Biden, he's the big guy. What would it take to plant the seed? Hunter said Boris, here's what you'll need. You need some cash. You'll need some monster cash. Some monster cash. A big one you should flush. You need some cash. You'll get results in a dash. You need some cash. You need some monster cash. The Biden White House is corrupt, you know. Led by the big guy, Creepy Joe. Their bribery scheme is really smart. 500 grand for Hunter's art. You need some cash. You need some monster cash. Some monster cash. Help Hunter build his stash. You need some cash. To really make a splash. Give them some cash. Give them some monster cash. Mister, mister, you left out the most important part. The most important part, Igor? Yes, the Bidens prefer small denominations and unmarked bills. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Hunter Biden's art dealer, George Berger, was pictured Thursday wearing a Camp David hat. It is unknown how Berger obtained the hat or if he had traveled to Camp David with the president who most recently visited the country estate during the collapse of Afghanistan. He's been spending a lot of time on vacation, more than you and I ever dreamed of. I think 22 weeks, I believe, at Camp David since he started. Uh, spending a lot of time in Delaware, which adds to the perception that there's something desperately wrong with his health. Anyway, apparently they had a uh, uh, another art show, this time in uh, Soho, New York, apparently. 
Uh, it was reportedly going to be delayed until the spring, but the secret in Soho was ultimately held this past weekend, despite challenges of legal vetting of guests willing to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on art. By the way, Hunter's art dealer, George Berger, has recently previously boasted his strong ties to businessmen in communist China, which was reported has re- concerned many due to the Biden family's business ventures abroad, including a $1.5 billion hedge fund in China that Hunter Biden was put in charge of, even though he has no experience. But there's nothing to see. You see, there's nothing to see. The same people who covered up the Hunter Biden laptop are com- covering up the biggest corruption story in the history of the country, and that is the decrepit old senile man in the White House and his family. Oh, Lord in heaven, I hope we can look, look back and understand that well, hopefully we've reached a breaking point with regard to absolute corruption in the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party. Hunter Biden's newest artist uh, is the newest artist on the block. He's already seeing paintings sell for more than some of Pablo Picasso's works. Did you know that? Some of Hunter Biden's paintings are more expensive than Pablo Picasso's New York Post columnist Miranda Devine reported. You can buy a Picasso, a signed Picasso for $400,000, which is cheaper than Hunter Biden's $500,000 paintings. So I think possibly that the people who are paying insane prices for Hunter Biden paintings are not really doing it for the art. No, you know why? Because they're doing a thing which is called Yahui. I don't know, I don't speak Chinese, but it's called an elegant bribe. This is a Chinese government modus operandi giving people art and the government buying it at inflated rates in a covert meeting where the buyer is not disclosed. Can we just make it any more freaking clear? We live in North Korea as far as the media is concerned. We live in North Korea. We've had so many stories you cannot say anything about. And, I, and I've said, it, it is plain. They've, they've even made the fact that they colluded very public, the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party. They've colluded to cover up so much to create uh, a Russian collusion that didn't. And the real collusion happened between Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Justice Department, the FBI. And then... The January 6th insurrection wasn't an insurrection. And then uh, the 2020 election is verboten. You can't talk about it. November the 4th, all of my Facebook pages disappeared before I could post anything. No explanation at all. And this happened to thousands of conservatives around the country. It's just, it's just stunning. And what's even more stunning is there are people like, I know I have friends in Montgomery County who literally, the, the only place they get their news is MSNBC, uh, uh, CNN, and the Washington Post. And they have no idea what's going on, and they don't care. As I've said, I think, I think my friend, my ex-friend, who no longer wants me in his life, because I, I came out of the closet as a conservative in talk radio, I think what he does is when he's done reading the uh, Washington Post, he folds it like an American flag and burns it. That's the kind of reverence that they have for the Washington Post. If you're a Democrat in Montgomery County, Terry McAuliffe, 
did a campaign rally the other night where Joe Biden came, and I, and I love that Joe Biden came. Joe Biden is a profoundly unpopular figure, and I I am not sure exactly why he would have Joe Biden appear. Perhaps better to have Joe Biden there because if you didn't have him there, it would send a more powerful signal to voters about how terribly, terribly unpopular Joe Biden and his policies are. Now, he says that uh, CRT is not being taught in Virginia schools or anywhere. He calls it a dog whistle, even though we know it's absolutely happening, even though thousands of parents around the area, around the state, and around the nation know it's being taught. You know why? Because we're not stupid, and we talk to our kids. I know, kind of crazy. But here he is in 2019 talking about what's really important, really, really important. See if it's if it's about diversity and inclusion or if it's about the uh, the stuff that's going to get you a job. And I make the point that we've got to do a better job in our education system. We've got to go back K to six uh, early on. We've got to start teaching, talking about these issues. Why the hell? In all of your time in government, including your time as the governor, did you not fix it? Why? are all of the all of the issues that Democrats are talking about. Oh, we got to fix this. We got to fix that infrastructure. We got to fix education. Why in 50 years has Joe Biden offered no solution? Because the Democrats always need to ride in and fix something that's broken, but the broken never get fixed. Much earlier than we've done it before. And we don't do a good job in our education system talking about diversity, inclusion, openness, and so forth. We don't. We got our textbook. Oh no, no, I think we do. I think I think we kind of overdo it actually the, to the net detriment of our students. And that's why test scores have dropped so dramatically. Because uh, diversity and inclusion isn't going to get you a job. But you know, there has to be a big part of how how do you fit in, in into the social work of our nation and our fabric? How is it that we deal with one another is uh, like we have actually always. See, we're the great American melting pot. You know, you're you're taking a circuitous route around the problem you created. To me, is as important as, you know, your math class, or your English class, and so forth. Let's hear that again. Let's hear that again. Who is it that we deal with one another is, to me, is as important as, you know, your math class, or your English class, and so forth, and we don't. Yeah, tell that to China. Tell that to China. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, 70% of Democrats in Virginia want school boards to have more of an influence on their school's curriculum. 79% of Republicans, 57% of independents want more paternal or parental, I should say, influence. This is according to a recent poll of Virginians from Suffolk University. USA Today asked parents or uh, if parents or school boards should have more of an influence on the school's curriculum. Overall, 50% of Virginians sided with parents. 39% uh, in preferred school boards. Of course, um, more Democrats are down with it because... Well, teachers or unions are down with it. Uh, Democrats are good with tearing down the country, uh, wrecking the history of the country, hating the country, because when they went to college, that was being taught, and now uh, they're in control, and their kids are in school. Yep, 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 yep. 
Cortez and Bellagrino on my on my network um, Newsmax had uh, former uh, Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell on uh, to talk about what's going on in Virginia and what could propel Glenn Youngkin to a victory over Terry McCullough. I think this issue uh, uh, that's happened in Loudoun County the last uh, the last couple months, as it's you blown out, up, sixty one percent Biden County, where parents, Republican and Democrat, are standing up uh, because they've been told by Terry McAuliffe and the local school boards, you just stay on the sideline. We don't want to hear what you what uh, your opinions are about the books in school, about the curriculum for the kids. Or you should have no say. Only the government should have it. The government, and we'll figure it out. Well, parents are standing up in such big numbers now. It's really created a groundswell of support for Yunkin on education and criminal justice. And I think that's what carries them to victory. It's, it's a dead heat today. But I can tell you, the independents are breaking his way. Yeah. The undecided 70 to 30 breaking his way in that last poll. Uh, and I see a Yunkin victory next Tuesday. Well, Governor, you mentioned that divide between uh, parents and teachers right now, especially. Um, the only thing that could, I believe, uh, cost Glenn Yunkin the governorship is Stacey Abrams' steel machine. I absolutely believe that. Why did Stacey Abrams come and, and do a campaign appearance? Is she wildly popular in Virginia? Is she wildly popular anywhere? She's absolutely unlikable, and she was instrumental in getting uh, like 6 million mail-in ballots, uh, mail ballots sent to homes in Georgia that weren't requested. She also had her hand in a run-on uh, election for Senate that two Democrats won. That's the biggest hurdle we have to overcome. It is. Here's a little bit more from Bob McDonald. Glenn Youngkin uses education to divide Virginia. He wants to pit parents against parents, parents against teachers. He wants to That's a giant lie. bring his personal culture wars into our classrooms. Folks, we will... You started the culture war. You shot the first volley, sir. Will not allow Glenn Youngkin to bring his hate and his chaos. Oh yes, it's always hate. It's always everything you do is hate. Well, you know what? Your uh, CRT is principled on hate. In our Virginia schools, is this the issue that moves the needle in the direction of Glenn Youngkin? Jen, I do. I think it's education and public safety, because both of those were at issue in this Loudon case uh, where this uh, young girl was assaulted in a bathroom by a transgender student because of the crazy policies they put in place. The parent tries to stand up and be heard on this issue important to this family at a school board meeting, and they're shouted down. The parents arrested. I mean, you could not choreograph a worse response by the government of Loudoun County, and now you have an apology. And Terry McAuliffe, it seems to be saying, yeah, that's the way it ought to be. Yeah, by the way, a law firm that employed uh, Terry McAuliffe is being paid handsomely to fight victims of alleged sexual abuse in schools on behalf of a school system that the girls say failed to protect them. In one case, the Hunt and Andrews Kurth Law Firm, where McAuliffe served as a senior advisor from 2019 until recently, is battling a young woman who said she was repeatedly raped on her Fairfax County Middle School campus as a 12-year-old and that she was slashed with a knife, burned with a lighter, penetrated in a number of ways, and gang raped. The law firm and McAuliffe's campaign did not comment on whether the law firm still employs McAuliffe, but McAuliffe reported income apparently linked to the firm in 2021. 
if Glenn Youngkin is able to get past the margin of uh, stolen votes that uh, will inevitably be attempted by the Democrat Party, as it has done over uh, the last uh, couple of years, um, then it will be a gigantic moment for not only the state of Virginia, but the country as a whole. I believe that. I really do believe that. Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.